0: Hey, friend, thanks for joining me. I have a question for you. Did you know that according to Louth Investigations International, on average, there are about 50,000 missing adults at any given time? That absolutely blows my mind. And it really makes me stop and think what lengths would I go to if one of those 50,000 was someone that I loved? Hey, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to The Unlovely Truth. I'm your host. Private investigator Lori Morrison. And if you're craving stories from the intersection of faith and true crime, let's join forces to answer our calling to be a different kind of PI, a person of impact. We'll learn some practical ways to do that today after we talk about these cases. This is season three, episode 13. And this week, we're going to look into the 2020 disappearance of Kiesland Noel Roberts. She was the only child of Shannon and Eric Roberts. She was better known by her nickname of Butterfly. As she got older, she got mixed up with what her dad describes as the wrong crowd. And these are people that introduced her to using drugs. In March 2018, she was arrested and charged with two counts of possession of marijuana, possession of tools for the commission of a crime, use of communication facilities in drug transactions, and possession and use of drug-related objects. I know that those of us who have never had an addiction problem or had a loved one or a friend with an addiction problem, it might be a little bit hard for us to really wrap our heads around how different people act when they've been gripped by that. And so, you know, let's set aside any thoughts we have of, oh, well, that's what happens to people when they start making these choices. Yes, Keeslin made choices, but at the same time, she certainly never chose to disappear or become a victim. So let's just talk about her like she's one of our dearly loved people from our friends and family circle. Now in 2020, in January, she was arrested and charged with the sale of methamphetamine. And on the 17th of that same month, she was scheduled to be at a probation meeting with the Whitfield County Sheriff's Office in relation to those charges from 2018. She didn't show up for that meeting, and so they issued a warrant for violation of probation. Keeslin was last seen on January 18th of 2020 at the Flying J truck stop off of I-75 at 288 Rasika Beach Boulevard in Rasika, Georgia. According to a press release issued by the Gordon County Sheriff's Office, Officers responded to a 911 call that day in regards to what was termed a suspicious female, and we're presuming that that was Keeslin at this truck stop. It was reported that she had entered an employee-only kitchen area and got into some sort of altercation or argument with an employee of a Denny's restaurant that was attached to the truck stop. She left before any officers could get there, but she did leave behind her backpack, which got handed over to police. Inside were her wallet, her debit card, her ID, some cash, and her phone charger. All of the things that any young person, and really any of us, when we're out traveling, we would make sure we had those things with us. A couple of days later, on the 20th, Kiesland's family was searching for her when they found her white Toyota Corolla parked in the far corner of the back parking lot of the Flying J. They found a lot of her belongings still inside, including her purse, but they couldn't find any sign that Keeslin was still in the area. She was officially reported missing that day, but for some reason, investigators were not made aware that the vehicle had been found for several more days. They questioned multiple known associates, including Keeslin's boyfriend, who they believed she was living with in the weeks leading up to her disappearance. And they also talked to a man that she told other witnesses she was meeting at that Flying J before she went missing. And a couple of weeks before Keesland disappeared, another young person went missing from that same truck stop. 21-year-old Caleb Nathaniel Smith. Listen up, all my true crime fans. I have finally released those resources that I've told you I've been developing, gosh, for like a year now. You know that I'm a person of faith and a private investigator and i love true crime and that's why i started my podcast the unlovely truth i wanted to talk about that place where faith and true crime intersect and now i want you to join me with the true crime mission field program a life-changing opportunity exclusively for anybody who like me has married that interest in their faith with true crime a lot of these products feature our chaplain lori prather And they're going to allow you to connect these passions of yours and skills that you already have with practical service opportunities in the world of true crime. You will get to serve people in difficult circumstances and have a greater impact on this world than you even ever thought would be possible. So your first step is to go access your free report, Meet the Christian Who Married Faith With True Crime. And if you sign up to become an affiliate, You can receive up to 70% of any collection sold, so make sure you check that out, and I hope that you're going to join me in this super, super awesome new endeavor. Now let's get back to our story. Officials say that Caleb was last seen at that Flying J on January 16th at around 2 a.m. Like Keeslin, Caleb's vehicle and personal effects were found at the truck stop. And also like Keeslin, unfortunately, Caleb was known to have some problems with drugs. A couple of weeks after he went missing, Caleb's body was found in a marshy, overgrown area of the county. Interestingly, fire department personnel had earlier been dispatched to that same general area in reference to a brush fire. You've heard me say this so many times. I don't like coincidences. I hope that it was followed up to see if there was any possible connection between the two things, Caleb going missing and that brush fire being reported. It is reported that police did try to see if there were any connections between Keeslin and Caleb, and they couldn't find any information that would indicate that they knew each other. However, they both had those issues with drugs, especially methamphetamine. It's very possible and maybe even likely that they knew some of the same people. And so I think that a potential connection between the two disappearances can't just be ruled out out of hand. But Caleb's autopsy revealed that there weren't any obvious indications of foul play. So the official cause of death was classified as being an overdose. In March of 2020, some of Kieslin's clothes were found in a fern bush behind a dumpster in that parking lot at the Flying J. Her dad, Eric, created a Facebook page, Missing Kieslin Roberts. And he posts updates about the investigation, and he pleads with members of the public to come forward if they've got any information at all. And please just stop and put yourself in his shoes. If that were your child and someone out there knew something, you would want so desperately for them to come forward. And that's exactly how all parents of missing kids, missing young adults, missing any kind of family member feels. At the time of her disappearance, Keeslin was about 5'1", 5'2", 117 pounds or so. She has blonde hair and blue eyes, and she's got a very distinctive tattoo, a design of blue waves, green and yellow sea turtles, and a yellow hibiscus flower with the words, Love Yourself First, and that's on her lower right arm. Now, I want to just say a quick word here about truck stops in general. Just Googling people disappearing from truck stops brought up a ton of cases. There's Anna Lillian Yoder of Auburn, Kentucky, who was last seen February 11th of this year on video asking for rides at 11.31 a.m. at the pilot truck stop in Franklin, Kentucky. She hasn't been seen since that I could find a news report about. So if you know anything about Anna's whereabouts, contact 270-726-4911. And I'll put that in the show notes. There's also 73-year-old Clyde Merriweather. He was last seen parked in front of the Love's Truck Stop in the 3100 block of Grant Street in Gary, Indiana. It was about 5:30 in the morning in mid-November of 2021, according to Gary Police. Anyone with information about his whereabouts is urged to contact a Sergeant Salazar at 219-881-7300 extension 23042. Or you can call Sergeant Drummond at that same number, 219-881-7300, extension 23001. You can also call the crime tip line at 866-CRIME-GP or simply call 911. And two people were arrested in Oklahoma after a missing 14-year-old girl from Beckham County was found in the cab of a truck in Sayre. Deputies used Facebook messages to find a person that might have been involved in the girl's disappearance. Then they contacted an out-of-state trucking company for GPS location information on that man's truck. Sadly, I could go on and on and on with more cases like this. But I just want you to be aware that although most people at truck stops are just average, hardworking people like you and me, these places are still known to have issues with human trafficking and drugs. Now, we don't know if either of those issues were involved or were factors in Caleb Smith's death or Keislin Roberts' disappearance. What we do know is that someone out there knows what happened to each of them and to Anna and Clyde. And if that person is you, we need you to come forward. Proverbs 21.3 from the ESV tells us, To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. I just absolutely love how practical all of Scripture is. And for me, it just doesn't get any more practical than the book of Proverbs. And here we clearly see that doing all the, quote, right stuff, the church stuff, checking off our to-do list, doing all those things just isn't as important as doing the right things to see that justice is done on the other six days of the week. When any of us have an opportunity to speak up for or help someone who's been wrong, we need to act. And you know, I always try to leave you with a practical action step so you can use it to become a different kind of PI, a person of impact. And I thought, well, maybe this week I should call it a Proverbs action step. Now, to me, the most obvious one today, this week, is that if you have any information on any of the cases I mentioned, please reach out to authorities using the numbers I've put in the show notes or simply calling 911, or you can even contact me. But the rest of us aren't off the hook. I want to challenge you to just spend five minutes on either Facebook or Google. Find a missing person's case near where you live and then share it with as many people in your community as you possibly can. And if you're feeling a little spicy and bold, take it a step further and download and print out a flyer if one's available. And just put 10 copies up, either at your local coffee shop, retail store, wherever people in your community gather. That just might be enough for that person to be found. Please remember, check out the show notes and you can find links to more resources and information about Keislin Roberts, Caleb Smith, Anna Yoder, and Clyde Merriweather. You can also find links to my new resources and the opportunity to be an affiliate for those resources. The Unlovely Truth is written and produced by me, Lori Morrison. Music is by Neocortex, and artwork is by Shelby Highland. See you all next time. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.